Hello and welcome to another episode of Elgar of the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. I'm Tom. And um just a heads up guys, this is gonna be a lot more um a lot more serious of an episode than we, what we usually do because um because well there's a lot of there's a lot more serious topics to talk about this this week and I kinda figured I know that people don't listen to the, to us to, you know, hear us be serious all the time and all that stuff, but quite honestly I think Quite honestly, I think um, I think now more than ever, people need to need to hear to hear to hear what I'm about to say because this is important. Yeah, there's the time and the place, and basically, it's gotten to a time and a place now when you can't really ignore, go go without talking about it now. Yeah, unfortunately, a few yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, and look, um, usually for those that are new to the to the show, we don't. I don't touch politics. I don't touch religion. But for this on, for this episode only, I gotta talk about this because it affects the internet as we know it, and it is something that needs to be discussed. And it's something that if you're if you're someone who lives in the states and you're not familiar with what's going on right now with the whole net net net, net neutrality thing, you need to read up about what net neutrality is, and you need to write to your congress congressman. And tell them to to um, to vote no on the UFC's uh, 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 proposition to uh, uh, what was it? Uh, take away the net net neutrality laws that were put in place back in 2015 by the Obama by the Obama administration. Yeah. Because if those laws get repealed, then the internet as you know it in the states is going to change forever. You know. Because what 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 those laws are are basically they they're there to keep to keep uh, internet service provider providers from from being neutral with with their customer base, and without those laws, uh, they can pretty much uh, charge you more money to access sites because they'll uh, have the ability to slow sites down now, so you can't enter enter a certain site. Without you know paying a little extra. Yeah. So basically, the way this is kind of sums this up is that they're going to try to capitalize on your browsing and your searches. Pretty much, they're trying to capitalize on what you're doing on the internet, so you have to pay extra charges in some some regards in some places. And again, is... I I I know that you know. Again, I'm not American. I don't live in America, but I live in a country where we don't have net neutrality laws in place and 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 it and it and it shows because here sites are blocked by by the government because they don't want you to to see anything that they consider harmful mm-hmm. um they control all the information that comes in and goes they monitor your twitter feed i'm not kidding they monitor your twitter feed they 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 keep they um again if you post something they don't like here especially about you know criticizing the way they run things they can jail you and essentially not, you will be put on the blacklist essentially yeah and it is and it is really horrifying and while and while uh the FCC's plan of uh uh plans going forward to remove net neutrality isn't as extreme as that let's be honest the guy heading this was a former lawyer at Verizon, and if Verizon and Verizon is one of the one of the main companies that wants to take to take um to take down net neutrality. Now imagine, uh, what does Verizon own? Yahoo. So they're going to if they if they take down net neutrality, they're going to force you to use Yahoo as your main search engine. You know, yeah. and, and they're gonna force you to pay a little extra to load Google faster. I think that's disgusting. Basically, you pay for a service and they're expecting you to pay extra on top of it. I think that's just completely that's disgusting. Um, I, I again, I'm not from the US either. I'm from the UK. If you can't tell by my accent, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but it's one of these things that has a knock-on effect. With basically, if America does something. It will have a knock-on effect down down a chain of command. Basically, it will spread. And here in the UK, 
it's not as extreme as Adora Homeland, but here in the UK we do have um, government parental pro- uh, proxies and blocks here. So, for instance, if there's a site that the government thinks that it's not it's not good for people to go on it, it's not as bad as most other countries. I'm, I'm not saying that, but if you go to a site they don't like it blocked instantaneously, you will not be able to get on it. In America, it's a bit different. A lot of it is very free, open. You can get remote access through American internet if you're not aware of that. And um, the people who are heading this, um, trying to get this pass with company with the FCC and Congress and everything else, like Comcast trying to get this through, Visa, um, Time Warner Cable, and ATAT are trying to get this to happen because – they, like I said earlier, they're trying to capitalize on this and get this control what you want, um, control everything that you do. And they essentially, they can micromanage you as an individual. So let's say, for instance, in America, what America most are proud of, would, would you agree to is their freedom? They always brag about, right? Yeah, they always brag about your freedom. Yeah, what, happens exactly, when so- yeah. what happens when someone comes in and says, okay, you're free to post whatever you want. But you have to do it on our service. You can't you use, <laughs> yeah, you can't use any other service. You don't like it, pay us extra. And if you don't, then, and here's the thing people need to understand. It's not easy to switch internet service providers. It's not. Trust me, it is not. It is a legal goddamn nightmare to switch internet service providers. So it's not like cable. If you don't like cable, you can easily cancel it. No. Internet service providers, especially in America, have this bad habit of making you sign a contract, and that contract is sadly sometimes ironclad. And if you get into an ironclad contract with an internet service provider in America and you're unhappy with them, then tough shit. That's the reason why they had that South Park episode years ago when um, they did the whole nipple rubbing thing. Um, you, you you know which episode I'm talking about, right? Yeah, that was Comcast. <laughs> yeah, Comcast, and that's pretty much sums it up. And... Um, there's a great video online, which I think that does sum it quite well. Um, you heard of the late-night talk show host, um, Jeremy Oliver? Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm not, a yeah. Fan of, I'm not a fan of him at all, but I think... But he done a great video explaining what, very, very simply, what this is. And for those who want to learn more about it, I reckon... It, it's up on YouTube, on his YouTube channel, on the HBO one. You can go and watch it, and he sums it up very well why this is a big big threat for people especially for content creators of the internet as well and that's the thing that i want to get into because here's the thing while i'm not american and i don't live in america and this you know doesn't affect me either way it it does affect me in a way because i deal with people in the states and i and those people and some people i know you know, they're not financially rich, okay? And, and I know for a fact they're not going to pay extra to access certain sites and features. They're just not. And if this passes, I'm I'm going to have to struggle with dealing... Because I'm a writer, I mean, I write comic books, and, and if I'm going to commission someone who is from the U.S. and this, this thing, you know, net neutrality is gone... And I can't get in contact with them because they don't have any social media that's approved by, you know, their internet, their internet service provider. I'm fucked. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, it's just not the people that are fighting against this. There are going to be tons and tons of actual companies who are going to want to fight this and want your support. Like, uh, just to name a few of it, Twitter are, are against this. Um, Vimeo wrote another one. Kickstarter, Netflix um ask um just ask.com um um deviantart um i'm just trying to think of some of the company funny all die um college humor um a lot of video providers and a lot of a lot of video content creators are going to stand against this and they want the people's support and it has been proven time and time again if you have the power of the people behind you and you get enough people to shout no to something they will listen it will not be straight away, but they will not ignore it for long, long enough. And it's been proven time and time again in history. <laughs> I mean, and this is nothing new. I mean, this, this, they've tried to repeal this back in 2015. They didn't. Yeah. And now here they are two years later trying to do the same thing. 
over and over again. And before that, it was SOPA and PIPA, and 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 recent and last year it was the TPP. You know. Yeah. And this is the most recent one that has peered its ugly head again. And it's uh, um, we're not going to lie and say this is going to be the last one ever if we stop it. There's going to be another one around the corner. Does we don't know how long, but. The problem is basically you have to take a stand and say no now because if you let one thing get through, it opens the floodgates to everything else that you don't want to happen. And and a thing and a, and a thing people need to understand as well is like like you said before, if something America if if something happens in the States, other countries are gonna look at that and say, Hey, if that works for them, why aren't we doing it here? Exactly, and it's it's it works for the negative and the bad stuff. It's like, for instance, um, to give you guys a positive on something. For instance, Netflix did very very well in the in US, and it did so well expanded out from the US and did very very well internationally from the US. So that's a good thing that happened. That can also happen to this, which is a negative thing, because basically this proves the work in America. Other country might be looking and went, oh, we can do something similar to that. Yeah, I mean, because bad. because how long before the UK? I mean, if this if this passes, how long before the UK and your service providers think of doing the same thing? You know, and and it's just it's just mind-numbingly disgusting on all levels, and 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 the people who who are who are like against net neutrality are just some of the dumbest fucking people I, I've ever seen. Like they clearly, they clearly don't know what it is and what why it's so important. And and if and and that pretty much sums up how most how um, how people are when it comes to issues that really matter. I mean, this does matter because without it, you're gonna have a slower internet. You're gonna pay extra just to surf YouTube. Yeah, this me. This is the same problem with um. I think the simple terminology I can describe this as is like it's the equivalent of buying a mobile game and then it asks you to pay more money to play it. I mean, yeah, it's pretty much that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty that's... much the it's pretty much the free to play model only applied to the internet. Yeah, but the the difference is that you pay for it and then they ask you to pay for more. That's, that's the real kicker and I think it's disgusting I think it shouldn't this shouldn't go through um, I mean a load of people are want to fight against this I mean the main link that's going around which is called the battle for the internet dot com which you can go and visit and if you're American citizen go on it right now if you're listening go on it right now and write your cons- concern to your senator, to your official, to your president, whatever. Just go on that website, write it, and it will send it for you. And get the message out. Share the link. Contact them. Tell people that you don't want this to happen. And, you, I mean, you won't be the only one. You know, there's tons, like I said, tons and tons of companies are back, are basically saying no to this. And, and like I said, I mentioned some of them. Again, Reddit's another one off the top of my head I can think of, but a ton of companies are basically standing up and saying, "No, we don't want this to happen," because it will affect. Because this will have a knock-on effect if it does pass through, and everyone will be affected by it. And that's the thing people need to understand. And another thing that people that people are are you know getting they're getting you know uppity about is, oh well, why do these companies that didn't care about us before care care about us now? And I think that. Look, I'm not a fan of social media in general, but I I I am not going to alienate and you know, alienate all the help I can get. Cuz right yeah. now you need all the help you can get. Cuz 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 face it. If if those companies if if like uh companies like uh Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Netflix, if they didn't say anything, and it was just like a small group of people complaining about it on the internet. Do you really think that that it would make a difference? Not really. Not really. Um, I mean, I mean, it basically everyone's basically a lot of people are going to stand up to this, and basically a lot of these companies just need the just just need the support of the people. And um, I think hopefully um, this doesn't get passed. Um, 
they stopped it. They stopped it time and time again. Basically, you just need to pledge your support and tell them no, we don't want this to happen, and tell them why you don't want it to happen. I mean, we again, America. It's a democracy. Well, some might believe that, but <laughs> that's I'm getting political here. But it's a democracy. People will listen, and if people. If enough people say no to something, they will have to turn around. Went right, okay. They're not happy with it. How can we do, change this to fix this? You know, and and, still, and like I said, we people have stopped this before. We they tried to pass the same shit back in 2015, but it didn't pass because people said no. They're hmm. like, okay, here's what the internet would look like if we didn't have net neutrality, and everything just like loaded really slowly. Essentially, you will go back to dial-up back in the 90s. Essentially, probably even worse. Yeah, probably even worse because with dial-up, at least all the sites loaded slow. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, some sites load slow, some sites load fast. Yeah, it's it's just like for instance, okay, I want to go on Netflix. I, I want to go Netflix. Oh wait, no, 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 no. You need to pay that extra little bit of money. Come on, you need that subscription. Come on, a little bit of dosh there. Oh, you want to use Google? Okay, that's a little bit extra. Give a little bit extra. Oh no, no, no. you want to use Reddit? Okay, that's a little bit more money. Oh, you want to use social media like Twitter and Facebook? Man, come, come on, get a little bit more. We, we make sure those sites are really good for you. And and another thing that people need to understand as well is like if you game online as well, they're going to start charging you to, to, to use Steam. Yeah, oh god, they will. Yeah, they're going to start. They're, they're going to start charging you to use Steam. They're going to start charging you to use Skype. They're going to start charging you to use Discord. Like all all those all those programs that you use to communicate with anyone, they're gonna start charging you for. The and and uh, and uh, and AT and T would would flat out like what was it blocked Skype at one point because they didn't want people to 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 have an alternative to their shitty fucking um, shitty fucking service. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like for instance, I had. Um... What is it? I remember this happening. What happened was they had a company who um, I think was I think it was Wikipedia that basically wanted to stand against this. And so what they did, they shut down their whole type operation for was it like forty eight hours or something like that in protest to say no, we don't want this to happen. Yeah, they did. That. Be, they did that with yeah. SOPA. They did that with SOPA and Pippa. They did that back in twenty fifteen, and they'll probably do it again this year. Yeah. That's what I mean, and and a lot of people don't realize Wikipedia is one of the, I think it's one of one of the top I think it's like in like the top twenty most visit sites of of each day. And, and and say what you will about some of the articles there, but for what it is, it's a it's it's a good it's a great place to search for stuff that you had no idea about. Yeah, it's I great... mean it's it's a great online encyclopedia of all knowledge. Yeah, and every even, every knowledge that we can think of as human society is stored on there. Yeah, and it's a great gateway to go to find the source as well because they store all the sources on there as well from books, television, radio, um, internet blogs, you name it. They store the sources as well. You yeah, know? and again, people like imagine if if like they started charging you to use Wikipedia for God's sakes, you know. Yeah, that would just be diabolical. Imagine all, all, all the university students basically are like, ah, no, we, we can't find our sources. <laughs> uh, I would never use Wikipedia, the, the track of my sources. If you're saying that, you are totally lying, and you know you are. <laughs> I mean, well, when I was in when I was in college, they would tell us, okay, you you can't use Wikipedia, but you, you know, you can <laughs> go there and, and look at the sources. sources yeah, that. If you've ever been to university or college, they always tell you that uh, you don't take the stuff off Wikipedia. But if you find any good sources on Wikipedia, yeah, click on them and use them. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and, and like I said, say what you will about Wikipedia, but before it existed, like, there was a lot of information I didn't know about. Information that was just, like, scattered all over the place and you couldn't find, you couldn't find it. But now you can. Like, okay what's what is a specific type of clothing called and then you find it on wikipedia it's like oh that's what it's called okay or what what is um like what 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 year did uh did did the certain movie come out and yeah. and, and you find it 
and you find it on Wikipedia. It's like, oh, uh, I want to, like, it's, it's especially good for essays when you're looking up, like, because I remember back in college, we, we were asked to do an essay on The Godfather um, movie and novel. And again, I did not use Wikipedia as a source, but they had some good uh, good source references for for their Godfather articles that I used yeah. that that were really helpful. And I learned, and, and I actually learned a lot of stuff that I did not know about the movie and book. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's the reason why we want to support net neutrality. It's the freedom of speech, and it's the freedom of information, and we want to keep that access line open to people of any types of any anywhere around the world. And like I said, I said if this have a knock on effect with America, a lot of countries are gonna follow suit and for those who are wondering, the UK always seem to have a special relationship with the US and if it have a knock on effect there, it will eventually come over to the UK if they want to test it out outside of the States. It's either that or Canada. Yeah, you know, I mean, normally what happens? Yeah, I mean, even even all his face, Trudeau was worried about this because, like, oh shit, if if this passes, then you know, Canada's gonna be next because they're gonna try pulling the same shit now. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's when you get people like um, politicians, like one person come to mind, Bernie Sanders, for instance, um, when he's talking about this and saying how bad this would be. You know, you're getting political people talking about this as well. <laughs> you know, you're getting people high up on the food chain of big corporations, p- politicians, spokespeople, and everyday people like you and me, for in- uh, me and Dool here, are talking about this. It's that it is a very important thing. And another and another thing that people need to realize as well is like this can also hurt WikiLeaks, and especially with what they've uncovered about all the horrible shit that's been going on. That we that we that the government has been keeping secret from everyone, from various oh, parts yeah. of the world. Yeah, that would affect them horribly. Yeah, and again, another other group as well. And I, I mean, it's it depends on how you view them, but they are a big statement of the internet. It's anonymous as well. <laughs> I, yeah, know, I, I know you... people who have different opinions about them, but they did a lot. They have done a lot of good. I mean, they exposed like, Scientology. Exactly. They yeah. were the they were the first group to expose Scientology because before that, everyone everyone who questioned Scientology, you know, just disappeared. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Look it up. But it was I mean, an anonymous that that exposed Scientology, exposed all the shit that they, all the all the fucking murders and shit. Yeah. And now well, and now more celebrities are leaving the church and and are coming out against it. Yeah. If you want to watch a great mo- a great movie on Scientology, I f- there's a documentary by Louis Theroux who he did a documentary on Scientology. It, it sums that up very very well. We'll give that a watch for anyone listening to this. Or the HBO documentary Scientology yeah, and, the pri- and the pr- Prison of Belief. Yeah, because I mean, because I would be all day talking about Scientology, but it, yeah. it, those are probably two. There's probably two two good documentaries to watch to give you a rough idea of how messed up Scientology is. And again, another thing that people need, and another thing as well, people need to realize is that, okay, these big corporations come in and they start censoring everything. They're they're gonna they're gonna send they're gonna probably defend other shit that they don't want people to know about them. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like look what happened when the um, I know this is not the best example, but look what happened with the Sony leaks, and look how much shit came out because of that. Was it for good or bad? That's judge. That's judgeable. But it shows that basically people will hide shit, and people will itch. Eventually, there's a saying that's that always goes around: if you cover yourself in lies, eventually you will be found out. You basically will be exposed, and the truth will come out eventually. And with this thing going through with America, if this go through less likely stuff of that will happen and you can't sp- spread your message if you want stuff like that to stop. And another thing and another thing that people, I mean, and I know this is like a little bit more petty depending on the person you ask, but this affects every content creator on the internet. Oh god, yeah. I mean, it's like 
I mean, I've, I mentioned, I mean, you can name a few. It can affect from the biggest to the smallest. It can affect the bloggers, the creators, the artists, the video content, the reviewers, um, web series creators. So, I mean, it's like, for instance, I mentioned two already, which is College Humor and um, Funny All Die. Those are two big, massive content creators in the world at the moment on the internet. And then then you have people like Markiplier, PewDiePie, you know, just all these big, big, you know, Let's Play channels are going to get affected by this as well because, you know, if they can't access YouTube, then, you know, how are they going to upload their content? Yeah, I mean, I know you're not a fan of these people, but for instance, like um, Team Full Star, for instance, if you're a fan of Team Full Star, you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, a bridge, this goes through. Yeah, that's going to be a huge hit <laughs> if you're a fan of that. You know, I know you're not a fan of her at all, but I know there are people out there that do enjoy, enjoy that, you know? They yeah, do enjoy I mean, these funny dubs. YouTube poops, for instance, back in the day. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, especially back now. I think the great thing about YouTube poops nowadays is, like, YouTube is a lot more lenient about what, what you can and can't use for, for YouTube poops because, you know... Their their fucking content ID shit. <laughs> Thankfully. Oh, oh uh, a botchmania is another one that comes to mind. Yeah, but you know all these content creators that 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 need YouTube to upload their shit on onto it are are gonna be done for. And it's not just gonna be YouTube. It's gonna be like every other every other video website on on, on the internet because they're like, okay, we don't own that, so we're you're not gonna have access to it. We don't own YouTube. We don't own VidMe. We don't own Vimo. So, you know, tough shit. If you're a content creator who makes videos for a living, then tough shit. Either pay up, pay extra, or fuck off. And that is, that is again. Yeah. Not, that, that's, again, I know that's one more petty reason to, 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 to bring up, but it's still something that affects you know, affects people. Basically, if you want to sum this up, shortly the popular, I'm just going to read off the pretty much the main short blurb of um, battleforthinternet.com. Comcast, Viasson, AT&T want to end natural energy so they can control what you see and do online. First, they want to get the FCC, got the FCC rules, then they plan to pass a bad legal decision that allows extra fees, tournament um, and censorship. But consider that you can stop stop all this, write them, um, write them first, then call. Basically, just go on the website and just just send send off your your cons- concern and just watch the videos on there. Share the website. Just do what you can. <laughs> you know that's pretty much what I can say. Yeah, and 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 uh, again, I know that 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 this is a lot more serious. But like I said, this is a more serious episode, and this is something I cannot ignore. I cannot sit here and tell you, oh, everything's gonna be fine, because I honestly don't know. And uh, like I said, if you're Amer- an American, please, please, please write to your congressman or or city official or whoever. And tell them to vote no when 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 uh, when uh, they they propose the vote on I think it's the fourteenth of December. Yeah, three weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. So tell them to vote no. And that's all I'm going to say about net neutrality. And if you still don't want to support it, then you know have fun living uh, with a with a Verizon approved internet in the states. Yeah, that's going to be fun. They're all going to be sitting there rubbing their nipples, saying, "Oh, you can't do anything." And speaking <laughs> of, let's 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 talk about the other shit storm. This is a lot a lot more funnier, so you know, this is like less serious, but it's, it's still funny. Um, EA, oh boy, EA, oh what? boy, <laughs> EA, you cease to amaze us and shock us and surprise us all at the same time on countless and countless occasions. And this is, um, I would say a new low, but again, you pretty much hit the bottle of the barrel, so I can't really say that. <laughs> you know, you pretty much gone 
the equivalent of lowering the bar of standards one thing after another and this is probably the probably up there as one of the best so for those that don't know battlefront 2 came out and for those that don't know what battlefront 2 is it's basically a pay to win paid mobile game that they released for full price Uh, and, and what I mean by that is, if you want to play Battlefront Online, which is what, you know, you people buy Battlefront for, then you're going to have a terrible time because you're either going to grind a lot to get one hero, or you can just buy loot boxes and get them. So essentially it has turned into, what I mentioned earlier, a mobile game platform that you pay for, and you pay for more, and you pay for more. And again, this wouldn't be so bad if EA didn't charge you sixty to seven to eighty dollars for the deluxe version. This is where I call bullshit. EA has been trying to do this for a long, long time. Again, I, we're not going to get into this part of the topic, but they try doing that with Star Wars Battlefront Two. Apparently, when they try to charge you for a bunch of stuff, and then you had to pay to earn the heroes and stuff like that. They try to do that for that, but then. Some reason they didn't do it for Battlefront, <laughs> you know, big shocker. Well, because when the first Battlefront came out, oh, the first Battlefront, the first Battlefront was great because it was a bare bones multiplayer title that had like what three or four maps, and then you had yeah. to pay for the rest of the content. <laughs> yeah, basically, I think one of the people who worked on the game came out and said that it was nothing more than a glorified tech demo to prove that they can actually make a full game. There was no story mode, there was no anything. It was just like a multiplayer only game with like four maps. And if yeah. you wanted money, if you wanted more maps and heroes, then pay up. <laughs> yeah, and basically they've done this with about um, they've done this with um with the other series now, you know, with the Battlefront series, not the Star Wars Battlefront, but yeah. <laughs> it's not looking good. And especially considering the fact that they got in trouble with Denmark because Denmark considers this gambling, which I, I don't, which I, which I don't, which I don't agree with, but at the same time, it's still funny. <laughs> yeah. It, oh my god. It, the annoying thing is, the annoying thing about this is that there are people out there that will pay for this and will pay for those extra things, and it's kind of sucks when it's like. Don't feed. It's like one of those things. Like, don't don't feed the monster. You're feeding the monster. You're causing the problem. Oh no! Wait, wait it's growing. It's growing, and eventually it gets out of hand, and that monster is EA. I think again, there's nothing wrong with like paying for cosmetic items that don't affect gameplay. I'm fine with that. But if you're gonna pay money to, for basically to get extra characters and shit that, and better weapons and better skills and better upgrade points. That's where I draw the line. Well, I mean, there's always been that debate about DLC. Is it worth it? Is it? In some cases, yes. Some cases, no. And in this case, they essentially turn their service into a mobile pay-as-you-go service, which, by the way, you have to pay for the game beforehand at full retail price. And then you have to sign up with their EA exclusive membership account. So you have to create another account to do this. And keep in mind as well, for both PlayStation, for both Sony PlayStation and for Microsoft Xbox, you have to pay for a service already to play online. Yep. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're already paying, you know, you're paying a subscription service to play online, which again I don't mind, but at the same time it's like I already paid us. I I mean I already paid you know a service, so you know I can play online for free. But EA is like, nah, nah, you gotta pay us extra, boy. <laughs> Which is just, uh, just so, horrible. The, the sumness and the terminology. So essentially, you have to own a PlayStation or Xbox. That's normally going to cost you roughly around about just just under 200 quid, maybe up to like 400 at a push. Depends if the newest version or whatever. So you pay for that. Then you have to pay for the game on top of that. So that's more. Then you have to pay for the online service to play online in the first place. Okay, there you go. That's a little bit extra. 
So you're paying a lot of money by now. And then now you have to pay for an extra service if you basically want to proceed through the game at a faster rate than the other players. Oh, but it's okay because we took out we took out all the stuff. We took out all the paid stuff, pay to win stuff from the game recently. Or we're still going to add it back in at a later date, so <laughs> fuck you. It's like, for instance, it's like it's like the service of, like, you play Overwatch, and Overwatch actually rewards you playing the game. And this is like, oh, you pay us, and we reward you instead. Like, okay, I mean, again, I play Overwatch, so for those who play Overwatch as well, imagine if Overwatch, you paid full price for that game, and you only had, like, three characters, and you had to pay for the rest. Yeah, and Overwatch, for those who haven't played it, has a lot of characters. Yeah, 20, 26, 27 heroes. So. And more adding each year of, at the moment. Yeah. It's, it's equivalent of um, the modern Team Fortress 2 yeah. standard of thing. Because Team Fortress 2 was the same thing as well. It's one of those things that you pay for the game. And, and even in more recent years, you didn't even have to pay for the game. You download the game, and by playing the game, you unlock stuff by playing the game. It's like shock horror. It's like, oh my god, you unlock stuff by playing the game? It's like, um, for instance, um, I played South Park Fractured Butthole recently. All it's DLC stuff, like costumes and stuff like that, you play the game, you earn achievements, and it gives you currency so you can buy the downloaded content stuff without going on the, on the, on the PlayStation Network store to actually buy it. And again, I'm fine with that. I'm fine because Overwatch yeah. does that as well. You can buy loot boxes in Overwatch, but all the loot boxes give are cosmetic items. Yeah. So I'm fine with paying for cosmetic items. I'm not fine with paying for stuff that can give me an advantage in game. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. Because not too long ago, and and oh WB, uh, I didn't forget about Shadow War, which you fuckers tried to pull with that shit. <laughs> I didn't forget about that. I did not forget about that. Where they they literally locked the entire fourth act and the true ending behind a paywall. It's like, oh, you want the true ending? Well, get a better orc army. Oh, you don't want to grind? Well, to get a better orc army, you gotta pay for fucking loot boxes. Oh man, fucking hell! And this is this is the new standard now for these companies. This is the new standard. They they're like, okay, uh, it, people will will pay for anything now. So it's like we we you don't even have to to play the game to unlock shit anymore. Just just uh just pay us money for loot boxes and, and you'll get it. You know, it doesn't doesn't fucking have to. You don't even have to 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 uh, play the game anymore. Oh, you don't want to play the game? Uh, just pay us money, and and we'll uh, we'll give you we'll give you all the shit free. Like, yeah, just, like what uh, is this? What fucking is this even? People have way too much time. People who have it basically just want just being greedy. And again. It's it's such a new low because I didn't think EA of all companies could get more disgusting, but they found a way. <laughs> to be honest, at this point, I'm just desensitized of when EA pulls shit like this because I'm just like, okay, how low can they go? Okay, right, they they've proven it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's it's so bad that even the Sonic Twitter is mocking them. <laughs> You you know when it's got bad when the Sonic Twitter mocks you. Yeah, I mean. And by, and by the way, if you don't follow Sonic on social media, it's one of the most funniest things on the planet. Seriously, it's generally funny. I, I would say just create a Twitter account and just follow the Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> account. <laughs> it is an amazing account. I'm not gonna lie, and I actually know the person who actually runs it. I can't remember their name off the top of my head, but yeah, they they're quite cool. Again, I think I think all social media accounts should should be like that. Just like just the worst type of cringeworthy shit ever and it just does not give a fuck. Yeah. And and another good one to follow is the Wednesday Wednesday one as well. 
Oh, the one, oh god, the Wendy's. I kind of miss when they used to roast people. I, I kind of miss that. They don't roast people anymore on Twitter, which I, is just a shame. I mean, my, my favorite one is the when the one when they tweeted back at McDonald's saying that it's talk saying, taking the piss out of them, saying, they say, well, you come to Wendy's, you can guarantee you get ice cream. I, I love, I love that response where they're like, lol, they blocked us. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I love Twitter accounts like that. I mean, because I think if you're gonna have a Twitter, just make it the dumbest shit ever. Don't, don't, I, don't, don't post about anything relevant. Just make it the dumbest crap ever. And don't just, just don't take things seriously. I mean, even even the fucking Burger King, um, Burger King Twitter is just fucking hilarious as well. Cause they 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 don't care at all as well. They, they get the internet. they get the internet. It's probably the best way yeah, to yeah. sum it up. They uh, get the I, love, I love the fact that they take pot shots at McDonald's as well, which is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but, but no, I think I think it's disgusting, and I'm glad people have called uh, EA out on this. And I hope that uh, Disney does not renew their license, their video game license with EA, because. After, after this, I don't want to see any more Star Wars games made by EA, because... I'm going to make a bold statement here. I just don't want to see a lot of Star Wars stuff full stop. I've seen way too much Star Wars. Oh, oh, oh speaking of Star Wars, dude, uh, did you know that you can go to your local toy store and still find Force Awakens shit there? <laughs> oh, really? I Yeah, I've, I've seen it. And Rogue One. And the upcoming um, Last Jedi stuff. You know what's funny? I've actually not seen that much Last Jedi merchandise in stores. Because they usually, what they do with like Star Wars stuff, I mean, I know I'm just like talking about it. I, I know this episode is already depressing as, as it is, but I kind of wanted to, to talk about something a little bit more lighthearted. Um, what they do with the Star Wars stuff is they, they, they usually bring it in when the movie comes out because, you know, movie hype and all that shit. Capitalize. Yeah, they capitalize on the movie, and then it doesn't sell, and then they just, they, just, they just sit there with so much fucking crap. It's it's one of those interesting things. It's like, if you've ever been to a Comic-Con when it comes to Star Wars merchandising, they're selling some of the funniest stuff. Like, for instance, okay, you can get a bin with RDD2. Okay, that's cool. That's funny. But then you get weird stuff like, what is it, like a Darth Vader showerhead. Oh, I I saw an action figure of uh, remember that scene in 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 uh, Empire when Luke goes into Dagobah in the tree and he fights Darth Vader. Kind of, yeah, yeah. They actually made a figure of Darth Vader with Luke Skywalker's face. <laughs> wow, that's almost impressive of making a Darth Vader, but with a green lightsaber. Oh wait, yeah, they did that. I, I, because I saw that toy today when I was like browsing a department store, and I'm like, wait a minute, they actually fucking made this? What the fuck? Gotta love the internet. Gotta love the internet. I mean, it's real. I mean, they just—that's what I love about Star Wars. Is like, they'll take any fucking random character and just make an action figure out of them. That's they made I... this action figure out of George Lucas. Did they? Yeah, because he actually played a character in one, I think, like, Star Wars Episode 3. And he played a character, and so technically, that character got made into an action figure. So technically, he's been made a, a character he played, being made an action figure. And when you look at the toy, it's a spitting image of him. Seriously, look it up. I did not know that. Holy shit, I did not know that. That is... I think a... F- a friend of mine who's huge, like he's a massive geek for Star Wars. He told me about this. He showed me an image of it. I went, "Oh my god, that's just insane!" I, I gotta, I gotta look this up now. <laughs> or, or, or the best one is you, you know those old Peter people um, frames that people used, old people used to walk with, right? Yeah. I imagine one of those, but the sign is that uh, as a um, as one of the walkers from Star Wars. Get out. No, seriously, you can buy it. Oh, wow, they actually made two Lucas figures. They Told made, you. they made, they made one with him in a stormtrooper, um, <laughs> in a stormtrooper outfit that. and one where he's in a rogue pilot outfit. Yeah. That is, um, 
That is amazing. <laughs> well, he he owns all the merchandise and stuff. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. That's all well, I'm I mean, going to say. He, he used to. Anyway, <laughs> he used to. Well, like I said, he used to own it. So, you know, he can do whatever he wants with it. Again, look, look on the bright side. Look how much royalties he's going to be making from, from it for the rest of his life. I mean, also, I mean, say what you will about Lucas, but I think the the best thing he did when he sold the rights was give all that money to charity. Yeah, I remember. I was just about to mention that. It's like he sold it for four two, was it four point two billion dollars, and he basically gave all of it charity. I remember the, the interview I saw that in when they said, "Why do you give all?" I said, "Why do you give all the charity?" His his response was, "I'm already a billionaire. Why do I need more money?" Yeah, they yeah they actually made three three George Lucas figures like one of the stormtrooper, one of the blue face, and one yeah the blue was, face yeah that that's from episode three from what I remember yeah they're worth quite a bit of money actually from what I've been told as well oh cause finding like the rare because that's the thing it's like the 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 toys from like two thousand five from Revenge of the Sith like you you used to find them everywhere back back then but now they're just super fucking rare to find. Then they go yeah. for insane prices now on eBay. Oh yeah, well, except for Jar Jar, no one likes Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> just, just full stop. No one wants Jar Jar. <laughs> I don't even think they made. I think the only other new Jar Jar figure they made was for the CGI Clone Wars series, and that was it. That was the last new Jar Jar action Do figure you... they made. Oh God! Do you remember that horrible Jar Jar lollipop they made back? Back in when episode one came out, back in 1999, when you open his mouth and you suck in his tongue. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, a bunch of my friends had it, and I saw it, and I don't know why, but I think it was just my mind telling me, do not get it and do not suck on it. <laughs> this isn't right. There's something about this that's telling me no, but I don't understand it. Now looking, reflecting on that as an adult, I went, okay, yeah, I can understand now why my look, my nine-year-old brain was thinking, don't suck it, don't suck it. <laughs> because you're basically just tonguing an Tongue. alien. <laughs> you're tonguing Jar Jar. And for those who've never seen Star Wars, there's a scene in episode one in when they meet Anakin's family, who's Darth Vader, by the way, big spoiler. Um, yeah, he has a very long tongue. For those that haven't seen Star Wars, have you? Can you actually believe that there are actually people out there that have not seen Star Wars? That is was, amazing. I, I think there was a survey that was done recently about this when um, they were going through it, and apparently Star Wars is in the top ten of most recognizable logos in the world. Well, but yeah, but but guess what beat, beats it? What Ghostbusters? Well, yeah, because the Ghostbusters logo is like is the best logo ever made. Because it's just it's not even a logo; it's just the ghost. It's just, it's just a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, the Ghostbusters logo, and apparently, was it? Um, because I was reading this big survey. Apparently, the most two most recognizable comic books. Um, okay, right. Guess what are the two most recognizable comic book logos in the world are? What you're probably going to get them. Guess. Star Wars. Okay, um, comic books. Ah, um, uh, comic books. Yeah. Uh, sorry, um, I'm just looking up Star Wars shit now because <laughs> I'm so interested. In looking oh, up there, weird... there, there, there is an RDD2 um, fish tank. Really? Because yeah, so... I'm just. I know that there's a Darth Vader toaster, which I, I just why. <laughs> Pete's sake. Pete's sake. There's a Star Wars. There's a Darth Vader one, and I know there's a Scion one out there somewhere. Uh, uh, well, two two recognizable uh, comic books. Obviously, that's Marvel yeah. and DC. Come on, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, those are two most. But what 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 are the two most recognizable logos of characters from the from each company? Superman and who? Spider Man. Mm, you got one of them. Superman and Batman are the two most iconic, most recognizable logos in the world. Instantaneously, people see those logos; they know what they belong to. Well, yeah, but I, but you said yeah. from both from both companies, which I assumed Marvel yeah. had like a logo. Marvel, Marvel, it's actually quite surprising which one is actually their highest one. Spider Man, Spider Man is not the highest one. Which which one? It's actually the Avengers logo. 
Oh yeah, the, that A that that actually yeah. that actually became huge after the movie came out. Yeah, that's actually that A logo is actually the, one of the most recognizable logos in the world, and I think the Fantastic Four logo is more recognizable than Spider Man one. Because the thing is with the Spider Man logo, it changes so often; it doesn't really have a standard logo. Well, I remember when I was a kid, they used to have like the '90s Spider Man font. Remember those? You remember that font with with the. Yeah, it was yellow and it was yellow and red and. and Surprisingly, that logo was not used a lot in America. It's actually more that logo is more iconic outside of America. Yeah, because I remember seeing that a lot on the toys as a kid, and I used to play with the toys. And when I would watch the show, that was like the one that that was the thing I thought when I thought of Spider Man. It's like oh, yellow and and red logo. It's like, for instance, um, I we in here in the UK, um, we have a weird thing with our comic books. Um, we um, anthologize them in paper sales. So basically, in, in our paperbacks, normal paperbacks. But for instance, um, give you an idea. Um, you when you buy a comic book like a Spider-Man comic, we basically we got we got a book series called the Astonishing Spider-Man Tales. Mm-hmm. And it contains three issues of of three Spider-Man comics, and I saw one a few days ago in W. H. Smith, and I uh, skimmed through it, and it has the issue when Doc Ock became Superior Ock in it, um, the first issue of Spider-Man Renew, Renew Your Vows, and another normal issue of The, the Amazing Spider-Man. It, well, we could sell you the actual trade paperbacks, but again, rights and all that. Well, I mean, this is the weird thing. We we get the trade paperbacks on time, as the Americans do. Because I remember, so back, because I remember yeah. seven years ago, it was impossible to get to get those on time. Yeah. Back in the UK in, in like 2010, that was like a nightmare. But I think that changed now. Because I think Marvel realized, oh shit, we actually have an audience in the UK who actually want to read our shit. That's the reason why they always turn up at MCM Comic Con with good deals when you buy their paperbacks. I bought a few, few well, well, why they've been there. <laughs> they do some really good deals, actually. Oh, the paperbacks here are really cheap. Yeah. I mean, well, when the Comic Con was there, they did a deal when you buy, was it you buy two, you get the third one for free. I'm practically giving them away now. Yeah. Well, everything's going digital, so, you know. It's so weird because I remember like a couple, uh, I think a year ago I went to a comic book uh, convention, no, 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 not a convention, a store around mm-hmm. here and I was flipping around, um, you know, with, with trade paperbacks and I kind of, I'm so used to digital stuff now that the, that, the, that the idea of a physical book in my hand with a comic, it just feels weird. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I still like reading them in in my hand. Is probably the best way to put them. But um, it's one of those things that I look at, and I'm I'm just like, you know, what I enjoy this. I would enjoy this a lot more in a physical format. But the problem is, the price of co- costs of physical content at the moment is just not great. <laughs> the the digital stuff is cheaper. Well, I mean, I, I had to switch to digital because I was running out of room. I got like a, oh yes, yeah, I got, I got, I got three drawers and one box full of vault comics. So yeah. Oh, I mean, if you ever come, come, come to my place, oh my god, my comic book collection is just ridiculous at the moment. It's... Oh, he's not kidding because I, you remember, I remember you showed me um your shit, <laughs> and he has, and he has like uh for those listening. He has this like giant long box full of like old vintage comics. It's amazing. It's really, really amazing. Pretty much, I can be one of these people who go at a comic convention and sell a bunch of comics if I want to. Go, I got enough of them to do it if I want to. You know, and it's and they're all in vintage condition, by the way. So that's pretty good on you. Oh man, I always keep my comics in good condition and always try to find good collectible items when I do it's like for instance I'm not gonna I'm trying not to chew my own horn here with my comic collection it's like oh look at me I've got my fantastic comic collection I'm such a nerd but um for instance um I think arguably my three most rarest issues I've got I got the first ever anti-drug comic done by Marvel which features Spider-Man with the Green Goblin with the famous 
bit with the guys hallucinating on LSD, say, I'm a bird on a plane, I can fly so high, and everything, and Harry's on drugs as well. Uh, and that, 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 that issue got them in trouble with the Comics Code Authority. Yeah, and it was one of the first comics to not get the official comic seal by Marvel. Uh, Mar- they didn't get it from Marvel, but the... Um, there's a great documentary about the FFCs uh, about about the Comic Code Authority. If you ever find it, go and watch it. It's a really good watch. Um, um, the other one I got, which I know you're jealous of, you know which one I'm talking about, right? I think the we Turtles talked about. Club. I think we talked about this one before with the TMNT. Is it the TMNT one? Yeah, I got issue number two TMNT signed by um, Kevin Eastman. East- yeah, by Eastman. Such a nice guy too, and um, I think the other one which I can say is another rare one I got is um, it won't be worth a lot because not in great condition, unfortunately. Is the first time Superman versus the Flash in a race in comics ever? I mean, if it's not in good condition, it probably goes for cheaper. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go for cheaper, but I know I can still still get it for for a reasonable good price. I mean, I, I can haggle. Oh, oh, yeah, also the other one I forgot. Swamp Thing number two from 1967. I think that's the correct date. But it was in the 60s. Yeah. To give you an idea, I got that. I showed my fiancé's dad that. He recognized what it was. Wow. <laughs> when, I, it funny, it, it, when, when, when your future father-in-law turns to you, who's not a big convert guy, but... He did grew up reading DC a lot of DC comics back in the day. He recognized Swamp Thing, and he recognized the comic. And, and, it's, and to give you an idea of how rare that that issue is, most people aren't familiar with anything that came out that came before Alan Moore's run on Vertigo in the eighties. Yeah, and that original comic. Um... Is worth quite a bit of money. Was it? I've looked it up. Penny, they said they roughly ran about two hundred dollars. Just roughly ran about two hundred dollars. Condition I got it in. Damn, uh, that's that's, uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I give you an idea. I only paid fifteen pounds for it. That's a steal. <laughs> yeah, so if I keep that for another like ten to fifteen years, you know, I can sell it on. I can get quite a bit of interest. Well. Basically, what I'm saying, basically, I can open up a saving account and put that money in it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I remember, uh, speaking of, I remember going to a comic convention, um, I think back in March. And I saw something that really pissed me off where they, they had like, they had, I think, remember the, the 2010 run of Winter Soldier? Yeah. They had like an issue of that framed it signed by the actor who played Winter Soldier and they were selling it for like crazy money and I'm like this isn't worth anything. No, that's just the thing. Arguably it is worth something but probably not as much as it should be. If it was like, I don't know, maybe if it won won the original, if it was the original writer wrote the book or the artist or an inker, someone that worked on the book. Yeah, yes, it might be worth 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 quite a bit of money. Yeah, but it's just signed by well, what's his face, the actor who played Bucky in the movies, and I'm like, yeah. that 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 is worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like for instance, what is it? It's like when I go to some comic conventions, I see some very very weird stuff. For instance, um, the I've seen the rarest Superman comic of all time. Oh, the one which, that the, which, the, the father that got, that commissioned it yes, for for his bar I told mitzvah. You that. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know about this, um, there was this multi billionaire that basically had two sons. One of them was having his bar mitzvah, and he only got a limited amount of comics printed at this bar mitzvah for the handout for for guests, friends, and family. And it's like the rarest comic in the world. There's only like, what is it? They reckon it's like. Less than a thousand, only a couple hundreds that are around, and I've seen it. And oh my god, it is insane how much that goes for. I think it matches the first appearance of Superman in action comics to some level. Yeah, and, and keep in mind the re- the reason why Batman number one and Superman and action comics number one, the first appearance of Superman, is so rare is because back then comics weren't published. Um. Uh, they they weren't uh, published uh, a lot like they are now, but yeah, because back need... then back then they weren't even comics they were pulp magazines so yeah 
So basically, you go to a grocery store and basically it was on a rack, and basically you just turn it around, and there it was. Yeah. That's pretty much sum it up. So, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, shit. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I just got, got sidetracked. Yeah. Net neutrality, saving the internet, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> good, good night. Good night, everybody. Okay.